Houston. We have liftoff. Uh, we are noticing that uh, the Captain Thomas White is putting his butt cheeks uh, onto the thruster. And he's disengaging the rocket. Okay. Uh, Captain White, over? Over and under, sir. Can you explain to me why you're putting the throttle into your butthole and moving it around? You're you're risking the safety of the mission, over. Sir, I was using the ship's bidet. Uh, that's not a bidet, that is the throttle. You are reaching Mach 10. Sir, I must throttle it to clean out my insides due to my space diet of mostly milk duds. <laughs> Uh, we didn't. Uh, we do not supply milk. Did you bring unauthorized contraband? I onto brought this? unauthorized milk duds onto the the air space plane. You do realize you are the first man to touch Mars if this mission is successful. Over. Do you believe that milk duds are the proper diet for a man of your profession and stature? Over? I also brought a Mars bar. I thought it would be funny if I ate that not on Mars, but on Jupiter. If we go there instead after. Well, Which I figure uh, if we're still in the area, you know, if we're still in space. You're risking the lives of uh, two Chinese guys, uh, two Russian guys, and a Mexican guy that we just threw on the ship. Well, I do that so. every day. <laughs> I want to let you know that, uh, you know, basically type of guy that I am, I'm just putting everybody in danger. That's just kind of how it goes for me. I'm a, I'm a real leader. I put strangers' lives on the line every day. Every day I drive drunk. Every day I get behind the wheel of my lifted King Ranch, and I do 110 in residential neighborhoods. Uh, this is just one of my favorite things to do, and now I'm an astronaut. Uh, I remember uh, on career day, so the NASA, like the uh, Space Center is pretty close uh, to where I grew up. Like oh, fucking Richie Rich over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, and it was like career day, and I never wanted to let, they were, they was like, uh, you know, who wants to volunteer to bring their parents in for a career day? And, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, my dad's a cop, and like, you know, my dad works at NASA. And I remember one time the teacher was like, uh, Jake, do you, Jacob, do you want to, what does your dad do? And I was like, uh... <laughs> I think he, uh, I think he like has a shovel, and I think he's got like some work, some gloves. I don't, he might be an undertaker or a, kit, a hitman. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like entirely sure. He's covered in mud almost all day when he comes home from work, and he's really pissed off. It looks like he just got done crying. So I don't really know. <laughs> like I, I think it's best if we just. I, honestly, in hindsight, if I would have had the brain that I do now, I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. I'd have been told my dad, hey, you know. Come let them know what you do all day. Uh, hey, uh, I'm Dave. Uh, mostly I just crash forklifts. Uh, I've been pretty been doing about it for 25 years. Um, I shovel shit off of tugboats. And I guess that's about anybody got any questions. Uh, I got you in the back. Oh, what what are you what are like how long you been doing that? My whole goddamn life. Uh, next, uh, when do you think you'll retire? Fucking never. <laughs> next. <laughs> That was like uh, the fucking one of my favorite speeches that my dad would get. I guess like in the the few moments we had where he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on game, son." I'm like, "Okay, I'm never retiring." And that was like what I gathered from a lot of the people that worked in the industry is that none of those guys have like 
some of them are really smart with money. You know, they've got like an RV they travel in. But I, guess, I would say like 70% of them, they're like, they have no plan. They just work out there until they die, which is kind of like intense to think about. I mean, I'm only, I'm in my 20s, so I like, it doesn't make sense to me. It didn't compute, but I can't imagine being like, like swinging a hammer at like 68 years old, you know? Because a lot of your shit just falls apart by the time you're like 40 in that industry. Yeah, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Learn to read, I guess. Um, I mean. It's, I remember the, do you, do you remember the whole like, we're going to take all these people from the, the Appalachians and what we're going to do for these old coal and steel towns that got outsourced and shut down. We're going to teach these people how to code. And I remember thinking, like, man, I don't know if, like, people on the Gulf Coast are similar to people from, like, you know, old forgotten steel towns. But if I were to show my dad JavaScript, he would just shoot the computer with a gun. <laughs> like, like, it wouldn't. I don't I don't think that that was, like, ever a viable real option for. And I'm not saying they couldn't do it. I just think they think it would be gay. Like, take a guy like that and be like, you're going to get a computer job now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I would love it if a bunch of oil field guys just infiltrated like the tech scene. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just fucked up the culture of it. Like, there's just a yeah. Camera. It's like they're they're like yeah. We have like beer on tap for the employees, and some guys like I'm going to drink more of that <laughs> than you could imagine. Do you? Know they're what's like funny? no. It's like it's like it's like fancy IPAs. It's not like you drink like ten of them. He's like I'm going to drink fifty of them. I'll I'll be I'm going to drive home. The the first time that I ever worked in a spot that had a bar or like they had alcohol, I, it was I had a moment like that where they're like when I was getting a tour of the office, they were like, uh, oh, we converted the back like storage room into a bar and it was a self-serve bar. They had liquor back there, beer, and they're like, whatever you want on Fridays, we have our intern go get it. And I was like, oh, OK, dude. Yeah, the basically that. I like I'm watching my coworkers have like a beer at like 4:40. You know, like 20 minutes before quitting time, I'm like, mm, ah, that's nice. And it's like noon on Thursday and I'm shit fucked, hammered. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, you guys you guys in bright you, you brought this on yourself. You took a guy who worked in kitchens basically his whole life and gave him a an office job. So, I mean, this is really on you. Like it's not my fault. You know. They didn't have any restrictions on it really. It was just I think it was unspoken restrictions. Uh, basically, I guess the rule was don't do what I did, which was basically just be drunk, you know, like, but at the time, I think I was like 21 or 22. It was like, if you're, if there's alcohol within like 15 feet of me, like I'm going to, I'm going to drink it and I'm going to drink like a whole bunch of it. Like, it's not really, you're kind of, it's not an age where you like can casually drink. Yeah, no, it's not. At least, I mean, for most people. Unless, the the exception being if you've been an alcoholic since you were, like, 10, and, like, your settling down phase is when you're, like, 18. I've known guys like that. Yeah, no, me, same. It's always so funny. Like, you're at one of your first high school parties, and there's one guy who's your age technically, but, like, in in drinking years, the oldest guy there, and he's just having, he's just having, like, five beers, and you're like, man, aren't you going to, like, turn up, like, have your... Have some more, like let's get blackout. And he was like, "Nah, I gotta, I gotta work in a couple hours. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to get drunk, you know." There was a guy at college. I mean, like I kind of was both. Like the first time I got drunk, I was nine, and then like I guess I started drinking regularly around like thirteen or fourteen. But yeah, I knew guys in college that like 
if I would be at a party and I'd be like, hey, man, you need to ride home? And I'm like, how can you, how, you, you drive everybody? And he's like, man, I quit drinking like three years ago. And we're all like 20. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, man, like you Mormon or something? And he's like, no, nah, man, I had a pretty bad problem with alcohol, but it's chill, though. And like in my mind, I'm like, what did you like? Did you kill somebody before yeah, you were I, 18? I like the, that old tweet. It's like white people be 19 years old and like 15 years sober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, I have that with, uh, like, I, I guess I quit doing blow. I don't know, like three, three years ago now I quit doing Coke. And, and when I quit, a lot of my friends who were a couple years younger or whatever, they were just getting into it. And, uh, I'd be like, yeah, man, like, I'm trying to score, like, a 40 bag or something. Like, do you know anybody? I'm like, nah, I deleted all those numbers out of my phone, man. I, I had to stop doing that stuff. And it's always funny to tell somebody who's just getting into Coke to casually mention that it kind of ruined your life. It really fucks their night up. I've stopped doing it. I'm Now I'm just like, nah, man, I'm good. I used to have a really bad habit of, like, giving people my life story when they absolutely didn't ask. But I'd be like, hey, man, do you know any any plugs out here for, like, white or, like, pills? Like, nah, man, I, uh, I fucked my whole life up, and everybody hated me a whole bunch, so I kind of just had to stop. And they were like, man, I didn't ask, like, at all. <laughs> like, I didn't, you know, I really didn't. I just wanted, you know, you fucked my evening up now. And I'm like, well, you know, think about what you're doing. And they're like, I have a job. I'm, you know, I'm normal. You're just, you know, <laughs> you're, you, you, you made, like, a billion mistakes inside four years, and I'm not you or whatever. And I, I'm talking like an old, like, AA veteran, like a, a guy that's like, where one day you're going to wake up and everything's going to be fucking gone and you ain't going to know what happened. And they're like, okay, well, I, you know, I work at Google. I'm just trying to do a little yak. <laughs> you know, get, all right, old timer. The, the, the one AA meeting that I like was forcibly required to go to when I was in the hospital. It was the, it was like this 60 year old dude there and he tried to guess that one guy had been molested <laughs> and was not correct. That, rocks the guy the, <laughs> trying to remember who it was i was on so much fucking visceral yeah like i'm i literally cannot remember if this was me it may it may have been i just remember it happening in there i have a lot of memories like that and it takes one of my friends to correct me where i'm like like i'm guessing it wasn't me because there were other people in the room like, so yeah, yeah. I, you will, but you this always, wasn't that long ago. This was, I mean, this was what? No, shit, this was like, what, uh, like five, four, five four, and a half four years and ago? Half, five and a, yeah, somewhere around, yeah. That's actually kind of a long time. Yeah, that was when I, when I was in the, in the, in the clink, in the, in the funny farm, I, it was 2018. It was like, yeah, around there, I guess. I remember, like, you... We talked about it before uh, several times, several number of episodes, but the like wide array of people you meet in there. Like there, like one of the guys that was in there was a homeless guy who was just like, I come in these every now and then, you know, just to, just take a week, you know, uh, food, bed, uh, you know, some some Haldol, you know, some Xanax, mm-hmm. and then I just hit the streets again. It's like, oh, that's nice. I'm here because I had like I was gonna kill myself. Uh, but I realized I didn't want to drive to the parking garage to do it. 
Uh, so I came here instead, which was a shorter drive, and I didn't have to pay for parking or whatever. So, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like a convenience thing. Yeah, really. my favorite guy there was a the guy who took 12 Xanax and then got mad that they, he was like, I was cool. I was fine. I was just chilling. I didn't even overdose. <laughs> I just took 12 Xanax. They were like, they thought, they thought that I was trying to kill myself. Now I was having a good ass time. Yeah, dude, I, I had friends that like, I had a close friend that would like take like six sticks and then he would be mad when we would like hide his sticks from him, and, and he would be like, "Hey, dude, I'm just trying to like unwind. It's been a really hard week. It's Tuesday, <laughs> and you know I had a really bad shift at work. I got sent home after like an hour, so I've just been trying to unwind with like 15 milligrams of Xanax, you know, and like half a bottle of vodka. So if you take those Xanax from me, I'm gonna kick you in your fucking head. Yeah, like, acting like somebody turned off the football game." Well, acting like uh, acting like you just got home from a civil war, <laughs> like that. Like, there's something about like a, a certain point of time for <clears throat> certain types of addicts where they're like, "Man, you know what? I've had a rough two days at work. It's been really, really tough. I need to unwind with six oxycontin and like ten beers." I mean, I I was that way for a little bit before it kind of got out of hand. Where I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's been tough. I need to." unwind with just you know like eight different substances in my body you know i just got to really let it all hang out you know everybody's up my ass they're saying you're gonna die you know everybody's yeah, like, just, uh, <laughs> it's like monday and you're hanging out with like six dudes and everybody's like man i just know this is gonna be a hell of a week like this is gonna kick my ass and everybody's <laughs> like yeah i gotta like apply for a job yeah it's like what i'm up to right now um, um, the, uh, the oversharing of like, of certain, both like anonymous, blank anonymous, be it N-A-C-A-A-A, uh, and then like certain people in those institutions, <clears throat> it kind of put things in perspective for me where like, uh, how do I phrase it? It's like. You know, it's your turn to talk, and you're like, uh, you know, share how you're feeling today, and like, you know, why are you here? And it's like, ah, uh, you know, I just been going through a lot, and I got some bad medication, and I've just been drinking too much, and I got into some fights with some people, and it was just kind of an asshole, and you know, I had suicidal thoughts, and I ended up here. And then you know, you go around the thing, and then there's like this frail person, <clears throat> could be guy or girl, whatever. It's like. At four years old, my dad put me in an oil drum and shipped, and just threw me into the Gulf of Mexico. And then I landed on an island and I was fucking stabbed 90 billion times by Floridians near to death. And then I cried. Like, they give you this story that you're like, it, you're like, man, my life isn't even 2% that bad. Like, what am I doing here? Like, I, 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 and again, there are people we've talked about that like, uh, you know, dra- dramatize and they're, they're very there. For, they're there very much for the romantic at quote unquote, like manic pixie sh- bullshit they're there to romanticize oh i'm in the i'm getting a grippy sock vacation like we talked about that but then there are people you're like i know this story's true i just need to go home and chill out like i know that this person this this, this insane like cormac mccarthy ass bitch across from me <laughs> that just had this like stupid dystopian life really makes me realize that like i don't really i'm good you know i just need to like sack up i guess you know yeah, I never really experienced any of that. Um, I, I just kind of worked in one of those places, like, you know, as, as one of the coordinators. Like, like, 
coordinator. Yeah, I would you're, you're hosting football games between like people with bipolar disorder and people with schizophrenia. I remember like, there was this one fat old black dude who worked at the hospital, and he like we'd have like kind of not one on one, but like group sessions with just one of the one of the dudes there, and it like he was like. I know y'all been fiending for some music since y'all got in here. And so he started playing, like, California Love. And yeah, then, like, <laughs> it, it was just a bunch of, like, just suicidal white dudes. And then, like, one guy, one one Mexican dude who was, like, kind of in there for stealing cars, I think. I don't know. I think he just talked his way into going to a hospital That's, and sitting I in love jail. <laughs> yeah, I love I, that. Like, it was kind of clear the whole time that he, like, was not depressed, really. Yeah. He was just, like... He was like, yeah, like, like growing up, bro, like he was kind of tough, cause like, you know, like it was hard. Yeah. And they'd be like, that's good, Daniel, that's good. And the next guy's like, yeah, so like, I whenever I was four years old, my my babysitter said I could uh, play Super Mario at his house, so I went over there, and he did let me play Super Mario, but he also molested me for about ten years after that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, kind of not a good trade-off, really. Yeah. And then it goes back to around, and one guy's like, yeah, I like, uh, um, you know, I like stealing cars. I like being crazy. I'm a wild loco guy. You know, like, me, I, I, I just live life on the edge. And they're like, how old are you? 15. My name's mm-hmm. Caleb. Yeah. Um, I've been smoking glass since I was, like, eight years old. I got my parents, like, my mom's a bitch, and my dad is a a pussy and uh they love me so much <laughs> they love me so much they sit there they're paying nine grand out of pocket for me to be here because <laughs> i'm addicted to stealing subarus <laughs> and Dude. then it goes back around to daniel he's like honestly bro like growing up i wanted to like go to church and stuff like i wanted to be like a pastor but like my family like they wanted me to like they want me to do other stuff. And the coordinator's like, man, that's like... So how did that make you feel? Bad. Bad. <laughs> made me feel bad. Like, have you ever felt like, you know, like... Like you just want to, like, kill? And then, like, you take a nap and you feel better? Yeah, no, I. that's great. That's it, a great way to put it, Daniel. Yeah, sometimes I get so mad I just fall asleep. But, you know, sometimes also, like, steal cars and, like, you know, stab people, like, a lot, a whole bunch. Did I tell you about that 12-year-old boy in there? No. <laughs> who tried to convince, who tried to, um, he tried to have sex with me? Uh, abs, you've never told me this. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah, so there was this, uh. So I was like uh, 16 or so at the time, 16 or 17. Okay. <laughs> and um, so I had to be in the minors ward or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, so the, there's like a no closed door policy there basically Yeah. for the, you know, for the bedrooms. Right, right, right. And uh, this kid is not staying in the same, he's, we're not roommates, but... uh Anyway, I'm I'm kind of just I think I'm like uh reading a newspaper or something in my room. Yeah. This kid walks in. Um and he he was a piece of work. I don't uh I don't know what all he had going on, but he 
had a lot more going on than I did. He had a much sure, harder yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, he looked probably 30, and he was 12 years old. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, he, uh, and dude, he had a voice like, uh, his voice was like Mac's mom. Off okay. It's always Sony. I don't know how he'd smoke that that many cigarettes. Like, hey, Thomas. <laughs> dude, yeah. He was like, he's like, so... You've never been with another guy, right? <laughs> and I was oh like, God, I was like, no, Daniel, I have not. I uh, it's just not something that I'm particularly you, interested. It's in. just not really, not my thing. What are you, what are you doing, man? You doing yeah. okay? And he was like, well, have you tried it? <laughs> and I was like, no, dude. And it's like I, I told him, I was like. It's really like a lot less. This is a weird situation because it's not even really the fact that you're a dude. It's it's the fact that you're a twelve year old boy, <laughs> and we're in a mental hospital right now. We're in the fucking we're we're in a psych ward, dude. Yeah, and you just offered to to you just offered to get fucked in the ass by me. Who's trying to get dick down? I was fucking... so confused, dude. It threw me so <laughs> off guard. He was like, "Well, I just figured I'd ask," and I was like, "Dude, don't let anybody in here fuck you, okay?" <laughs> like you I don't know. put your hand around yeah, him like man, an old like, brother. Hey, you're like, "Hey, man, if somebody don't let tries any... to fuck you in here. Let me, you let me know, okay?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, and don't ask anybody else, because I don't know. The autistic Somebody dude, might say yes. There's a super autistic dude a couple rooms down. He might accidentally say yes and not know what he's getting into. But yeah, uh, that was uh, that, that threw me off for sure. There was a girl. He was the alpha in that situation. It's a funny thing. He was a 12-year-old boy who was looking to get digged down by, <laughs> by an older fellow. It's like you're in jail and some guy like, walks into your cell and like, you're going to fuck me and that's it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, he was like trying to spit game at me. I'm like, first, like, I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not sad. It's, curious, but also I'm not, what is, it's man. so sad, but it's like, I feel like those places, man, like you have to, at least for me, like there was a girl in, in, in our group, um, and she was like, two weeks sober for meth. So she was still kind of fucking like, you know, and, uh, we were all on our regimented medication and shit. And she, all she would talk about is how her boyfriend, um, you know, her boyfriend broke it off with her to get sober and she was lonely. They'd been together three years and they were supposed to go to this concert together. And, uh, now she doesn't have anybody go to go with and she still had the tickets. And we were around the same age, so, like, we kind of struck up a bit of a friendship, but she was out there. Very strange, obviously, fucking tweaker. And I was on so much lithium and Seroquel that I was, like, and I wasn't sleeping. So I was, like, kind of getting, like, I was in a bad way, too. Like, at least with psychosis. I was, like, getting messages and shit and fucking weird. You know, I was kind of just going completely fucking wackadoo. Anyway, at one point we're outside and she's like, Hey, um, would you want to go to this concert with me? I know it's awkward, but I don't really have any friends. And my boyfriend, you know, bailed on me and, and we broke up and I don't want these to go to waste. And me, I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. And I gave her my phone number. I was like, I'll do her a favor. 
I didn't know what concert it was. And so that was a bad idea. She was blowing my phone up and, she, and you know, for like two weeks or whatever. And I'm like, what concert is it? She's like, I'll let you know when I pick you up or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And uh, she gets to my house and I'm telling my friends what's going on. I, like I tell my friend, I come back from the mental hospital and I'm like, ah, I met somebody there. And one of my buddies was like, stop. <laughs> uh-uh. He was like, you, what do you mean you met somebody there? And I'm like, I met a girl like around my age. I think she's like 21. Uh, we're going to go to a concert together. And he was like, you're not going to go anywhere with a woman you met in a mental hospital. That is like, like, that's like um, 90s comedy levels of retarded. Like she's going to fucking cut your penis off or she's going to eat you or some shit. Or she's going to like rob somebody and you're going to, you know. And I was like, dude, she, you know, she's chill, bro. It's like, you know, she, uh. She's been sent, you know, to like, you know, make, you know, help me out or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, you're fucking insane. She gets to my house. I get in the car and she's like, are you excited for the Buck Cherry concert? <laughs> God damn it. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I'm a big Buck Cherry fan. That's who it is. We got floor seats. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. I mean, I was already kind of this far in, you know. I was like, yeah, let's go see. I was like, she's like, what Buck Cherry songs do you know? We can listen to it the whole way there. And I was like, I really only know the Crazy Bitch song. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's a great one. And then she turns it on and she's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah. And I'm in the passenger seat, dude. And I'm like, my conversation with my friend Cameron is like playing in my head. He's like, you are going to go to a concert with a woman who spent the last year smoking glass and you know or whatever and just kind of going nuts and eating pills and and now i know it's a buck cherry concert we get like 10 minutes down the road she stops the car and she's like hey um sorry i gotta take this and she like pulls off at an exit into a gas station and she was like you know like i get out of the car i smoke a cigarette i get back in the car and she's like visibly upset she's like hey um so that was my boyfriend he wants to go to the concert after all <laughs> and i was like Oh, oh, so like, what do I do? And she was like, I mean, I don't really know. You know, I just figured, you know, you could just go home. And I was like, oh, okay. So she like drops me back off and I come back, you know, my, my friends are like, my roommates are like, what, what happened here, man? And I was like, it was a Buck Cherry concert, but she ghosted me for her, oh for her God. meth head boyfriend. And my, all my roommates just start busting out crying. And I was like, what's so funny? And they were like, can you not understand the gravity of the situation that you just walked in and told us? You went on a date with a woman you met <laughs> to a Buck Cherry concert that you met at the mental institution. You were going to go see Buck Cherry, floor seats, play live. Something that you would not do under any normal circumstance. But you're fucking retarded right now and you're not taking your medication. And you're drinking again and doing drugs again. So, you know, whatever. Um, and then she leaves you <laughs> in the driveway. <laughs> she bailed on you what does that say to you where you're at in this position in life that that girl would rather go with this guy who's probably thrown her downstairs a thousand times to a buck cherry concert than you and i was like kind of getting choked up and i'm like you don't gotta say it <laughs> like that you like, you know? like, a, like assholes about this yeah. <laughs> and these guys i had like not paid my portion of bills in like four like they were just cooking me i'm like you guys are really being mean right now like, and they're like, well, like in a sensitive place yeah <laughs> at that point they were done when they're like you get what you deserve you fat fuck <laughs> like, you fat fucking stupid dumbass and i'm like you know I'm talking to my dad on the phone and it's like yeah you know i thought i met a nice girl 
at the mental hospital, and he's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what the fuck did you just say, boy? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, she seemed pretty, and, you know, she's got drug problems like me. And he was like, why the fuck would you ever entertain something like that? <laughs> I was like, I, we were going to go see Buck Cherry together. And he was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I fucking didn't even think you liked them. And I was like, nah, I fucking hate that shit. But, you know, he was like, man, why would you do any of that for it? Like, were you, you doing this for pussy? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I just kind of wanted a friend, you know. He's like, man, you really need to get it together, son. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, if my dad's telling. And I really <laughs> Weirdly enough, like, I, this was, like, summer 2018. I, I, like, this is when I started. Like, this was when I tried to start, like, kind of getting it together. But I spent a year, like, basically being the guy that's like, yeah, no, dude, I haven't been doing any fucking coke. Like, I haven't even been, like, like really even buying it. Uh, you know, like, the guy that's like, yeah, I'm super good right now. Dude, my life's turning around. And, like, <laughs> they've got, like, a black eye. And their yeah. nose is busted up. <laughs> They're like bleeding and they're like, yeah, dude, I've never been happier. Medication's working good. Cut back on the drugs, you know, and you're like, oh, 100%, man, I'm happy. I'm happy for you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, I don't uh, know what I, yeah, I could not tell you one song other than Crazy Bitch that, that Buck Cherry made. I could I mean, not, not at gunpoint, dude. No, me neither. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't either. But it, it was one of those times in my life where like, it wasn't dangerous like a lot of other the stupid shit that I got into where you kind of have a moment of reflection where you're like, that could have gone bad, you know. But it was so stupid. It was so cartoonishly stupid that I was like, I don't want to go see Buck Cherry with any more bipolar women that smoke crack. <laughs> I don't ever want to be in a situation where like somebody's like, what would you do over the weekend, man? And I'm like, oh, you know, I hooked up with this girl uh, I met um, at the mental hospital and we went to go see Buck Cherry. Uh, and then, you know, we just talked about our lives and stuff and, you know, smoked a bunch of Coke, (laughs) you know, just kind of chain smoked in the back of our Toyota Sunfire for like 10 hours and just stuff like that. Just cool guy stuff, you know? Yeah. There's, I mean, thinking back, there's so many like interactions with women that were just, just didn't need to happen. Yeah. hundred percent. I think I went on one date with like a, like a goth girl. In like 2018. Yeah. And she had a kid like seven months later. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, it was like no hard feelings or whatever, you know. But then I, I, uh, I saw the, I saw the, the, you know, this woman had had a baby and I was like, oh, good for you. And then I scrolled past her or whatever, you know, I was like, ah, oh, you know, that's nice. And then I scrolled back up, and I looked at the day, and I was like, wait, let's do a little bit of math here. This isn't, once again, not a big deal, but right. let's see when this occurred. And yeah, she 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 was like six weeks pregnant, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have relations with the woman or anything. I just like saw a movie or whatever, but it's just, it's just funny, you know, like, ah, oh, man. I missed it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like like five weeks late on this period. I I got to go see the new Despicable Me movie. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's like, man, it's I'm some kind guy of the, the, the <laughs> my friend knew from high school. It's like, man, I haven't had a period in a month and a half. You know what I need to do? I need <laughs> to go on a date with a guy that digs holes for a living. <laughs> I was doing nothing with my life at this <laughs> I like, I literally was doing jack shit. I like had had basically dropped out of school. Yeah. But I wasn't working because I convinced myself I needed to focus on school. But I wasn't going to class either. Yeah. I was just I was just like driving around and and I would like go bowling and then just like drink. Yeah, I I did that for a, lo- a while, a lot longer than I cared to admit to myself. But yeah, there was a couple times that I like, uh, I would go out drinking or go to a house party with like somebody that I worked out with or whatever, you know. Or a friend that knew me and knew that I did, like, you know, uh, like MMA stuff from time to time, like, whenever I was in a good mood or whenever I could do it. And I had a couple instances where I would be hanging out with, like, either really rowdy, druggy fucking weirdos or, like, yee-yee people. And there were a couple times where, like, a, some girl would be like, oh, let's wrestle. And I'm like, no, I don't, that's bad. Even as drunk as I, I please don't. She's like, no, I, 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 I bet I can win. And I'm like, I don't, don't even know who you are. This is really weird. This is a really weird kind of like in a different way of the 12 year old thing. You're like, this is a scenario that can go south, even if I, even if I do everything right <laughs> in this scenario, you know, <clears throat> and uh, you know they're like, but then they just kind of like they would just charge me, and I'm like. You know, hey, uh, we, uh, and then my brain is like, you have two options here. You can just run around the house with this drunk bitch chasing you, which looks bad, or you can just dump her on her head, <laughs> which also looks really bad. Because this person's already like, you know, and I'm trying to figure out which one is the best route. To yeah, because like, what's the best case scenario? Like, you suck this guy's dick like in the living room. <laughs> of the party like is that is that what she's going for well th- i don't think it was even i don't like think it's sexual thing no like i think they were just drunk like like 115 pound like angry women and like that you know like girls who just like drink you know beer that are like i fucking hate men and i hope they die you're a guy <laughs> oh yeah you're, you're within you know and then like you're in a situation you're in a tactical defense scenario where you're like what do I? What is the best course of action here? You know, it hasn't been like an overwhelming number of times at all. I think it's just. I think out that with- I, I'm. I have like one scenario coming to mind, and it, I didn't do. I didn't do a good job. <laughs> that could this go is on. like this. I kind of like you brought you brought up the scenario, and I was like, oh man, yeah, because it was like. I think it was. I think it was like probably. Uh, a flirty type thing, but like you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter now or whatever. But I think, um, right. I I think what I said, I, what I said was basically like I would fucking kill you <laughs> because it was yeah. funny to me. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't. Uh, it I didn't. didn't land I, did, I didn't know the girl at all, so <laughs> didn't really. There's, just kind of a scary thing to say to someone. Yeah, you know, like I would, I would literally fucking kill you. If you tried that, like I would fucking just—I mean, it'd be so easy. I would just stomp your head in. Yeah, that, I've definitely said shit like that to people who were like fucking around. <laughs> I want people that I'm close with. 
people that are still my friends to this day, they're like getting a little testy, getting a little. Oh, drunk. dude, I love I love saying it now because I don't drink or anything anymore, and like I just it I it just is clearly like. Like, I'm not going to do shit to anybody. I never, like, dude, on tour, apparently, I don't remember this, but I tried to go get a beer from the tour van, and my guitar player shut me off. And he was like, hey, man, um, just go to sleep, bro. Because the night before, I had kind of had a little, like, this is right after my dad died, so I kind of had a little moment where I was just, like, just, you know, in a bad way or whatever. It's just being a good friend to me. And I was like, I'm the devil, dude. I apparently I told him I'm the devil because <laughs> he was telling me this the next morning and I was so ridden with guilt and I felt so bad. He was like crying, laughing. He was like, you look me in my eyes, dude. And you were like, I'm the devil. And if you don't give me that beer, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was like, did I really say that? And then my bass player was like, yeah, man, verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I feel so bad. And they were like, no, it was hilarious because you couldn't even stand up straight. <laughs> And you're sitting there and you're like, if you don't give me that Miller High Life, man, I'm the son of the devil and I'll fucking kill <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I don't really, I think I'm too old to be saying stuff. Like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like whenever uh, me and my, my buddy who's like twice the size of me were boxing whenever I was shithouse and he'd had like two beers. Yeah. And and I had not been knocked out yet, but in my head I had the tra- I was trying to work so hard in my mind yeah. to be one step ahead, despite having like a twenty four inch reach disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. That he hit me at a certain. We had been going for a while. It probably not as long as I think. It was probably like two minutes, literally, because yeah, yeah. it couldn't have been that long. Drunk boxing a fat guy. It doesn't take a long. Right. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he hit me, and I stumbled a little bit, and then he just, he just like hit me with a little jab or something. Not, yeah. And I was like, started like explaining the drunkenly explaining the rules of boxing to him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you can't hit him, you you can't fucking hit me while I'm on the ground, dude. And he was like, dude, we are both standing right now. We are not fighting anymore. I was like, don't be a fucking bitch, dude. Come on, keep fighting me. Keep, come on. He was like, no. We were, do- we were doing this for fun. Why are you fighting to the death now? Yeah. We're yeah. in somebody's shed. Yeah. It, it was it was a concrete floor. It was just a shop. It was somebody's, oh, like, God. dad's, like, workshop. Where he goes head. to fucking... The but in my team. head, it was like... It was like, you... If you lose to this 6'5", <laughs> Big son 250 of a bitch. D1 basketball player... <laughs> You're a pussy. While you are, you know, like, nine... You know, Miller Lights Deep. <laughs> and also, by the way, you've not gone to a gym in like a year. Yeah. And you're wearing boot-cut jeans right now, you know. I don't but in, know, my I head, don't... in my head, I'm like, what I have to do now, you know, he's being disrespectful. I have to kill him. I have to yeah, kill yeah. my friend, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it sucks I that I have exactly to do that, but I got to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm... If if what I'm gonna do is if he knocks me down, I'm gonna try and spin towards the shovels and I'm gonna s- stab him with a shovel in the throat, <laughs> and it's gonna all his blood's gonna come out. Yeah, it, it, I think because <laughs> like I th- I think because I hung around with so many also like shitty, like emotionally stunted, like angry people. There was kind of this mutually assured destruction because I often wonder like why didn't anybody just knock me out because i've had nights just bad like you know fucking name name substance whatever that i'm like yeah dude 
I'm fucking sick of this. I'm sick of everyone here. Anybody talks to me, it's game over. And everybody's like, Jake, you can take the bottle of Jim Beam and, and you can take just take it to go to bed, man. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. No one's going to stop me. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, man, we're not going to stop you. If you just leave <laughs> this <laughs> this public forum where everybody's trying to listen yeah, to I fucking... like how both of us act like we're like seven feet tall and like oh, 400 yeah. pounds of, of muscle. Like I, yeah. I would be like, what are you going to do? Fuck with me right now? And they're like, yeah, you look like fucking like Mr. Potato Head, dude. Like that is you. You were sweating when you walked in and you parked like 10 feet from the door. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm, in my like, head, I'm, I'm like, they. I'm fucking bulky, dude. I'm like a goddamn bodybuilder, dude. And, uh, I got I'm like not, lunch lady arms. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like if, I'm I, pear if shaped, I do a fist dude. pump, then my tricep hits me in the face. Yeah, I'm I'm pear shaped. I'm like living off of like chicken wings that are like four days old, and I'm smoking like two packs a day, and I'm like doing fucking god knows how many drugs, and I'm like, yeah. I will take this bottle and go to my room, and they're like, "Yeah, man, you you know we we would hate that if you did that. We would really hate if you went away from everyone just trying to hang out, you know, <laughs> like just trying to listen to fucking Gucci Mane's Trap House Three and just smoke cigarettes inside. Because you know, if you just want to go in your room and drink that bottle of you know and fucking do drugs and look at the wall, we would hate that. Nobody here <laughs> would like that at all. We would really." Just we want you to stay out here and you know like take a pot from the fucking dishwasher <laughs> yeah. and smash it over your fucking head and say I'm the fucking devil, and like you know, and like I think I, I, what my testament to I don't think it was ever really like a huge like pan like like a huge huge issue that I did it all the time was that I still have friends. I think that's a sign that it was like once every few months it's like oh that's just Jake you just gotta. It's like a dog that got out of the kennel. <laughs> he's got to run around a little bit. He's got, like, separation anxiety. Or he starts, like, chewing on fucking doorknobs and shit. It's just like, yeah, sometimes Jake just gets all the pots and pans out from under the cabinet and starts smashing them into his head and, you know, saying that, you know, the world's ending and, you know, the fucking it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know. You just got to let him do that sometimes. Put Rocket League on, turn the projector on, <laughs> and then just let him go nuts. But don't let him walk around the house too much. Yeah, I like I like that uh, it's like in our biology to think we're like hot shit. Just as soon as we like stop growing, yeah, for a few years, this yeah. is like as soon as a little bit of beard stubble starts coming in somewhere, we're like, I could kill a lion. Yeah, <laughs> well, like I told you when I was at my dad's going away, like I keep saying that. <laughs> I can't. I keep saying like he was joined like the military. Like, he's, like, he's, like, <laughs> like he's going he's on away a, to college. On a gondola right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I keep saying like, yeah, like he's moving to New York <laughs> to go to Columbia for like a film school. Yeah, Dave, Dave just got really into Criterion Collection. We're doing his going away party. Uh, no, at his like celebration of life or whatever. Like whenever all of his friends were there and they were like, yeah, you know, sometimes he would just get this look and then he would just turn to you and just punch you in the stomach. You'd have to just trip him onto the dirt and just let him lay there for a couple hours. I'm like, dude, I'm just it's I'm not as bad as he is, I guess, because like I can, you know, mostly a nice guy. But I feel like I, you know, that was just in my like intertwined in my like mitochondrial DNA to after eight to nine Miller High Lives to be like, yeah, basically, I'm John Wayne and John Wick and I'm Brad Pitt from Fight Club. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm super strong. Like, I don't think anybody here has ever met a guy who can bench 170 three times. 
uh, before his shoulder gives out. So I think everybody should just be careful because I'm about to start throwing elbows. <laughs> like you know. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I remember um, for for some reason just like assuming that like I, despite the fact that I never got pussy like ever. Right. That yeah. it was something I could do pretty much any time I wanted. But I yeah. just, like, it wasn't, like, a priority. I remember having this discussion with a friend where he was like, hey, man, like, girls think you're funny and stuff. I think the main thing is, like, you've had that pedophile mustache for, like, a year. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not getting any thicker. It's just kind of yeah. pretty. It smells like you can smell it. I can smell <laughs> it from here. Yeah. It smells like old beer. I'm like, girls love it. And yeah. like, he's like, they do not. Nobody... Do you love it? I'm like, no. Looks like shit. He's like, shave it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> He's like, also, it's fine that, you know, it's fine. You don't have to lose weight, but every party we go to, you wear a giant Hawaiian shirt, and then you drink one beer, and you either take it off or you unbutton it all the way. Yep, I did the same thing. And you thing. start setting beers on top of it, on yeah. top of the gut. <laughs> and you poke it out, and you, like, try and make it talk sometimes when you're drunk. Because you can roll it. And you yep. could, yeah, <laughs> the same shit. And it'd be, be like it's. I mean, he's like girls. You know, a lot of girls like big guys. You know, but you can't. You can't be like you know doing stuff with your titties like at the party. You, you can't know, be sucking just, on your own nipples. And right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm like, I literally don't do that. First off, yeah. Second, you're like a huge bitch. Like yeah. you should know that. And like also, I can knock you, you out. <laughs> you like you're a bitch and you never get pussy. And he's like, I have a girlfriend. I'm yeah. not. I'm not cruising <laughs> yeah. here. He's like, I'm like, you. First off, you are here to sabotage me because you're worried I'm getting way more pussy than you. He's like, dude, I'm in shape. I have a girlfriend and I have a job, and you, I can punch you and beat you up. You live you're... basically in your car and at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like like all of my friends who are in shape that were like physically fit. I would be like, hey man, you better you better chill out how you're talking to me. You know, I don't, we can step to, we can handle this like, you know, we handle this like men. And they'd be like, 100% man. And I'm like, you know that I, that I got hands like that. And they're like, you did. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You don't anymore, Jake. And I'm like, you don't know, dude. Cause you know, I ain't as good as I once was. And they were like, you're 265, 270 right now with, you're a lanky guy. So you're not like, that's not muscle. Your natural build is like, you're skinny, mostly just skin and bone. So. You can swing at me if you want, and I'm just going to, you know. Yeah. I, the- <laughs> my my favorite line was like, yeah, I've really been filling out since high school. It's been cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I came out of high school, like, 185, like, pretty solid. Yeah. Like, 5'11", 185 is not like, man, he was fucking skin and bones back then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I like, told nope, you-, you were pretty much filled out, and then you just drank beer all day for, for a whole like, two yeah. years straight. Yeah. You didn't. I told you, you, you made an effort to stop drinking water. You said yeah. you were tired of the way it tastes, and now you look like a ghost, a big fat ghost, pear shaped ghost. <laughs> I think I told you, like my friends would have a similar conversation with me, and uh, you know, I, not about the mustache because what the shitty one I have now recently is, has been a recent development. No, uh, I, but, I, I, since you're growing the hair out, it works. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd say if you had the Hitler cut still. It would be a no go. Yeah, <laughs> they, but a scum stash can work. You know? With the long hair, yeah. The uh, my friends would. I think I told you my friends would be like, "Hey man, uh, dude, you you know that girl Chelsea? She's in your English class." And I'm like, "Yeah, we were talking." 
It's like, dude, she was really, she talked to me after, you know, and I was like, oh, like, what'd she say? Like, I got her number. He was like, dude, she was really feeling you. Uh, and you just like, uh, you know, kept going to the bathroom to do blow. Uh, and you know, I could tell that, you know, you popped a couple Vicodin and at some point you started telling, you looked at her and you said, it wouldn't matter if everyone in this party died suddenly, <laughs> like if everybody just, you know, like if we all died, like, you know, people would just sort of stop. They wouldn't know who we are, you know, inside a hundred years. Like somebody will say your name for the last time before the century's up. And my buddy would be like, you can't, um, you can't say stuff like that. <laughs> like, you understand that when people are at like a party, right? And there's music playing and there's Molly, you know, and people are like living up like they're revel, they're reveling in their youth, you know, um, that a guy who's really red and sweaty, no matter how charming he was when the party started, uh, you kind of undo all that by being like, yeah, you know, sooner or later, all this shit's going to go away. And it's not going to fucking matter. Like, that degree you're getting, good fucking luck, dude. <laughs> what are you studying, English? You're going to be working at fucking Jamba Juice. And I will be, too. You know, but it doesn't really fucking matter. You know, you're just going to die. And the girl's like, oh, cool. I have to be literally anywhere else <laughs> but, but here. Like, that was always my, like, yeah, for what... It's I hard did... being a Sigma. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what a Sigma is, for sure. I've looked into it. I know what that is. It's uh, the picture of John Wick... And then um, that's, I think that's the whole thing so far. It's a picture of Brad Pitt from Fight Club, and he's like smoking a cigarette, and he's doing that monologue about how you're not your fucking khakis, and like you know, like we're the middle children of history or whatever. And there's like MGMT's playing. I dude, I swear to God, I think had I been around in my early twenties when that shit was popping off, like twenty. 1920 oh i would have absolutely loved that shit <laughs> like there's no way i would have missed that like i do not think for a fucking second i would have saw one of those edits 18 19 20 and been like uh-huh yeah i understand this and a lot of people don't because a lot of people aren't dark triads like me they don't understand that the world is a fucking constant you know swirling turmoil of pain and misery yeah I people for- are- i forget that like that there are they're like high school guys are, you know, it's like uh, you don't have it all together yet. Like you could see an Andrew Tate video and be like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah, no, 100 percent. Like, yeah, like, I say that I'm I'm fucking almost 23 years old, you know. But, you know, if you're 16 or whatever, you don't know what cool is. Yeah. Like you, you, see, see, you see Wolf of Wall Street and like you think like this is yeah. as good as life can be. Well, what's funny is I was 19 doing like you know, maybe a gram of Coke every couple days. And I would watch Wolf of Wall Street and be like, basically me and this dude, same guy. (laughs) We, you know, we fuck, uh, we fuck like, you know, Yves Saint Laurent models. We hang out on the lake, you know, like me me and this. Now I'm probably in better shape and a better fighter than him. So maybe I'm cool. (laughs) Yeah. He's kind of sloppy. If you look (laughs) at him, I'm not like that. I'm still sharp. Yeah. I'm super leaned out right now. Like, yeah. This Leo DiCaprio guy is a slob. Dude, you ever think, like, have had you not met certain people in your life that just straight called you out? They were like, you are a fucking moron. That you would have just kept down that path of, like, utter, you know, like, you know, fucking debauchery and stupidity and, like, just delusion? Because, like, I had a strong circle of friends that I still have that were like, 
Hey man, uh, no one really gives a fuck, dude, about the boohoo shit that you do when you get fucked. Like, I'm sorry, I I know you got your demons and stuff, and you know, if you ever want to talk about it? We're here, but like, maybe don't do it at like a day party. Uh, <laughs> I I think for me it was less like that type of thing because I uh, I was an asshole, but I don't think uh, I don't think I was enough of one for it to like ruin people's nights usually, because I would just kind of sneak off. A lot of the time, but yeah, yeah, I didn't realize like I I never thought of myself as having a drug problem really ever. Right, right. right. Um, but uh, whenever I was like, okay, I kind of need to get my shit together, or I'm just gonna be smoking weed in this gravel pit like forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a yeah, I went to get a warehouse job, but I had to pass a, a drug test. Yeah, and I was like, no fucking way am I passing a drug test. Yeah, but I was able to. I tested clean somehow after three weeks. Nice. And I do. I don't. I legitimately don't know how. Cause you, you ever do one of those detox things where it's like fucking yeah. fifty vitamins? Yeah. I took one round of those and I swear I almost died. I yeah. Like, I've done those. De- I detox. thought I was completely dying. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll just." And so I started going to the gym, not because I wanted to get in shape. Yeah, but I started doing cardio to burn fat, so I'd have less THC in my fat cells. <laughs> yeah, and then I lo- yeah. I started losing a little bit of weight. Yeah, not a lot because I still, you know, I still ate unhealthy, but I was right. eating a little bit cleaner to pass this drug test. Yeah, because I was like, okay, I'm eating too much fat, too much sugar. This more THC is going to show up. Yeah. Um. So, and then I passed my drug test, get the job, and then I'm working night shift. Yeah. So there's really no temptation to do drugs, right? Right. Because I don't have time, and then my sleep schedule gets so fucked up. Yeah. I have no no social life at all. Right. And then I have to I have to work out after I work, or I can't sleep. Right. Because I have to like relieve the stress. So I end up losing like 25 pounds my first month, and I'm like, ah, I actually feel a little bit better. Yeah, I like tell my tell some friends. I'm like, yeah, dude, I haven't done any drugs in like uh like three months now. It kind of feels weird, but and they're like, wow, <laughs> yeah, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, are you serious? Yeah. Thank God. I'm like, yeah, I've like lost a little bit of weight too. And they're like, how much? I'm like, oh, like like 35 pounds, not bad, right? And they're like, that is like, how did you Insane. do that? And I yeah, was like, yeah. well, so I was eating fast food for every meal. And I would get about four. I, I would eat about two to probably about two pounds of cheeseburger meat per day. <laughs> so now I only get one cheeseburger and fries, and I get one soda when I go to get dinner. And yeah. they were like, "That's like a cheat meal. Like, what do you what do you mean?" And I was like, "Well, I don't get a milkshake, and I don't get the iced coffee, and I don't get four to five quarter pounders every time I have a meal." And they were like. How are you? Okay, man. And I was like, I also switched to diet soda, and just due to the diet soda, I think I've lost several pounds. So yeah, I people people will ask me like, man, how did you lose the weight? I'm like, first off, I switched to diet soda and I stopped eating like ten cheeseburgers a day. Yeah, and then I got mono and I was too lazy to gain the weight back. Yeah, yeah, that is literally the whole thing. You know, people on Twitter have reached out. You know, um, and I've been kind of like, I've been, I've been pretty open with like, you know, the drug stuff and the fucking, you know, being a fucking sad sack, like 
you know, piece of shit or whatever. And, and then like losing weight and, and trying to turn things around like, and, and still fucking up, but whatever, you know, just kind of like telling that part of my life story to people and people will reach out and I have similar, like back and forth. People are like, Hey man, like, you know, I'm like kind of gained some weight and I feel like I'm smoking too much weed, you know? And I just wanted like, you know, I've read your posts and I listened to the show. Like, how did you do it? And I was like, man, there's no, like, I was like, first of all, if anybody is trying to sell you something, you know, don't listen to them. This is, this is, if you're, if you really like want to do it, basically what you're going to want to do is anything that you like indulge in stop. You can literally lose 20 pounds by just not drinking alcohol. Like, just don't drink alcohol for, like, a month. And then, like, you know, if you want to drink again, just don't drink during the week. And they'll be like, oh, that's tough. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks dick. Because <laughs> it's like, when I was at my heaviest, I was drinking, like, four mad dogs a day. And then, like, putting, like, 50 wings on my credit card that I never paid back. And then just, you know, doing that. And I was like, then, you know, you're going to want to see a treadmill. First, before you get on a treadmill, look at yourself in the mirror. Getting mad, <laughs> getting mad that you, you know, you, that you kind of look like um, a cross between like the, uh, what's her face from the show Girls? Uh, Lena Dunham. You look like Lena Dunham crossed with like, you know, um, Bill Murray. Take a take a gander at your physicality. Be mad about that. And then just turn the treadmill up to its highest incline and then just walk uphill for like an hour. And then just do that for a month and you'll lose like 30 pounds. And they're like, oh, well, what about like calories in, calories out? What about keto? And I'm like, man, honestly, a lot of that shit. Don't eat fucking cake. Like, obviously, don't eat quarter pounders all day. But it's like the science behind it, like in my experience, at least getting really into macros and shit only is important if you're trying to like get lean like if you're trying it's to get a great diced. way to give yourself an eating disorder for no reason yes i i have yes yeah and i have been there before uh where i'm like you know how many carbs are in you know, yeah like, i tried to fucking do the protein loading thing mm -hmm. and dude i was just full of shit i had diarrhea like 10 times a day i yeah. was trying to eat 250 grams of protein yep. per day yeah 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 and my body was full of like chicken meat and shit and like all yeah, and day like milk dude and it protein. felt like i i i probably had like 20 pounds of just undigested stuff in my yeah. body yeah not 20 but like 10 like probably 5 to 10 yeah it's you'd be surprised I, how much of like most people's gut it's just bloating also. Yeah. No, it's, I had, I, mine went down just like cutting back on alcohol. Like it, it, you know, like it, cause it's just, you, you don't realize, I'm not trying to go down some stupid fucking rabbit hole, but it's like, no, it's who so cares, man. It's our show. Yeah, it's true. It's so prevalent in American culture to like, you know, what are you doing after work? I'm going to drink 13 beers and play battlefront or battlefield. Uh, and then I'm going to, you know, drunkenly order like you know two large pizzas and then i'm gonna do that every day and that is like how i unwind and it's like for a lot of people man that's that's what they have and they yeah. don't really they don't really see that it's you know negatively affecting their physical and mental health or whatever and it didn't for me it wasn't until i ballooned up to almost 300 pounds that my friends were like hey dude you stink and you snort when you breathe and that's just gotta that's just gotta you know yeah i mean it's, it's hard to be disciplined about food if you have an alcohol problem yeah, it's also. I mean, like, I mean, a lot of people. It's like, 
Oh, how do I be more disciplined? Well, it's like, well, I mean, you're going to have to do like the hard part first. Yeah. And it, and then like a, a lot of people, like even me, like I have a problem with food in general. Like I will, one of the things that was the hardest for me was like somebody explaining to me, that was just a buddy of mine who's in good shape was like, do you eat till you're full or do you eat until you're sick? And I'm like, oh, I eat till I'm sick. Like till I want to go lay down. And he's like, okay, don't. And I'm like, well, then I won't be full. And he's like, no, like eat, <laughs> like eat a chicken breast and a cup of rice and then wait 10 minutes before you go eat like three chicken breasts. <laughs> Cause I was eating healthier, but I was like, I would meal prep and I would eat a week's worth of food, <laughs> like, you know, like for dinner or right. whatever. And I'm like, mm, I'm eating clean. I ate 9,000 calories worth of brown rice and chicken or whatever. And that is another issue too. It's like, if you're just an, I'm a person of excess. I always just kind of have been like, a per, like even with exercising, like if I get back into the gym, I'm working, I'm trying to work out two, three hours a day. It's just, I, you know, I'm just a person of excess. So if you can try to, if you're one of those people and you feel it's an eight to your being, just try to be excessive about things that are at least a little bit healthier for you. You know, that's my own, that's Jake's takeaway for, you That's know, Jake's takeaway. Yeah. Uh, health thank corner. you for joining us for the health corner of Pendejo time. Yeah. <laughs> the health, the Brought two healthiest guys <laughs> yes. that you've ever known in right. your whole life. Two, two, two of the least health problem having people. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally stable joints work just fine. Yeah. Earlier, I, I tried my brain tried to convince me that I have gout now, but it's it's just because I have a sinus infection and my joints hurt. Yeah, I'll convince myself that I'm going bald and I have cancer like like once a month. And my hairline is legitimately coming back. Yeah, it, it yeah. I mean, it looks like it's getting down there a little bit. I mean, you never had a bit. bad one. No, like, no, it's I. Whenever I had with my hard hat, I would fucking rip my hair out at least yeah, once a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that shit sucks, Dick. And it just it just turns into like broom material when it gets ripped, and then it's just gone in the wind. <laughs> gone in hey. the wind, Jake. You know, when you get up to my age, you have to face some harsh realities about the man you're becoming. You know, if you I, like, if you like Thomas and I's advice on how to be a better uh, man, uh, you're gonna want to go over to. Uh, Patreon.com slash Pendejo Time. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We've had this show for two years, and we've never explained how to spell that. Yeah. Uh, for all my dyslexic folks, folks with yeah. an X. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Because we mostly cater to people with learning disabilities here at Pendejo Time, <laughs> so just do your best. Mosey yeah. on over there. Uh, we've got a Braille website, too. Um, Jake's setting up. So if you got any questions, <laughs> don't fucking put that. We're gonna be ADA complex. Oh, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, we got a five <laughs> yeah, bucks a month. We're, we're putting a wheelchair ramp up in my just in the, in front of your house. <laughs> no, it's just up to my my desk chair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> up to like the squat rack in the backyard or whatever. Get after it, son. Uh, five bucks a month gets you access to uh, premium episodes, the whole goddamn backlog. There's like a hundred and something in there now. Uh, 10 bucks a month gets you access to uh, one video episode a month. I think we got like, I don't know, 10 or 15 or something now. Yeah. Um, uh, 50 bucks a month. Uh, I've got a video of Jake in a Chili's bathroom squirting out of his hole. <laughs> and uh, I'll show that to you. 5K cinematic. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson shot it. So if you're into <laughs> fucking movies, you yeah. really want a, a visual sensational delight. You can uh, hop on that 50 bucks a month tier and you can be among real champions. I think three guys who just 
God three guys who love hanging out. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, spending this uh, admittedly and... limited amount of time with us. You know, you're going to die someday. Yeah. And, you know, you probably spent an hour that, you know, you could have spent this time with your daughter. Right. <laughs> she, actually, she's, you know what? The, Let she, your daughter listen to the she's, show. She's crying in her room right now. <laughs> she hates you. <laughs> Go give us $5. You're not giving it to her. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, have a good one.